Hey guys, what's up? Thanks so much for tuning into the Stronger Way. This is Alicia Carlson, your host, and I wanted to share with you the number one reason that I see intuitive eating not working for my clients or for other people. Now, if you are new here to the Stronger Way, this is the place you are going to find a faith-filled approach to food freedom, fitness, and overall life transformation. Let's dive in. So the, one of the biggest mistakes that I see with intuitive eating is that it really just gets turned into another diet. So you know that you've turned it into another diet if you approach it with the dieter's mindset, thinking about short-term results, quick fix, really like rule following, doing it perfectly, that whole start over or start Monday mentality. If you're approaching it kind of rigid and without flexibility, and if you have those little bits of the dieter's mindset uh, and you leave those behind, you need to be sure to completely wipe it out. You want to basically kind of clean your brain and start over, right? So it's like everything that you think that you know about food, about what's healthy, how you should be eating, you almost have to be willing to suspend it and let it go for a little while so that you can start, start to learn this new way of eating and this new way of being. And that's not always easy, but it is absolutely necessary if you want to truly make becoming a more intuitive eater natural and just kind of a part of your life. So the first principle of intuitive eating is the first principle for a reason. And it really is this idea of ditching the diet mindset. I truly believe that if you do not nail this one, then it's like you're building a house on kind of a shaky foundation. So this first principle really does kind of lay the, the groundwork, the foundation for the rest of the intuitive eating principles. So be sure not to skip over this. Don't think about rushing the process. Um, you might end up reading, you know, if you're reading the book or if you're doing the workbook, or even if you're just following, you know, my content, my podcast, really like ditching the diet mindset is crucial. And so, you know, that might be something that you have to kind of continually come back to, or, you know, maybe you'll think that you've really made some progress in this area. And then you, you start to notice kind of this thought that comes back that is really rooted in diet culture and the diet mindset. And so just, you know, remember it's a process, right? It's a journey. It's something that we're going to have to kind of keep working through and coming back to. Um, and that's okay right? We're not trying to do it perfectly. We're not trying to get it done as quick as possible. So we have the time. We can be patient, right? We can continue to like hope that things are going to get better on the other side. And then we can just kind of get to work and just be diligent, be, uh, you know, persevering and persistent and just taking those steps, even if they're imperfect, even if it leads to us failing and falling, right? Uh, I really want to encourage you too to just start watching your mind. So notice like, what are the thoughts that pop up for you around food or exercise, your body, your weight? Um, if you need to, you can start journaling about it and just see if you start to notice some different patterns that come up. I'll be honest, this has been one of the most challenging parts of learning how to eat intuitively for me. It's just this, you know, I, I think that, okay, I've like broken through, I've gotten through some different things. And then before you know it, like a little sneaky diet thought comes back. Um, so I, I really, you know, for myself, I'm kind of a researcher. So I really wanted to study like what was dieting? What was the diet mindset? And really have to question kind of the motives behind my thoughts, behind my decisions. What is the heart um, that is producing those different thoughts or those different urges in me? 
and then really testing, you know, like, is this something that is ultimately serving me and bringing me into more freedom or is it kind of keeping me stuck, keeping me oppressed? And, um, you know, is it rooted in fear or is it rooted in love? If it's, if it's a thought that's rooted in fear, then you know that that's not one that really we should be entertaining or that we should be feeding or fostering or keeping. So, you know, do that without judgment, do that without feeling guilty or feeling ashamed, but just be really aware of those different thoughts and where they've come from. So here's the tricky part is that oftentimes the dieter's mindset really seems harmless and it actually probably seems super helpful. It sounds like it's there to help you be healthy, to be well, to be strong, to be fit, whatever it is that you want. But again, you have to always check the roots. Where did it come from and how does it make you feel? So for me, like one of the biggest light bulb moments that I had in kind of leaving the diet mindset and mainstream fitness and nutrition and just, you know, what that all entailed for me was I had to be willing to embrace the uncertainty of completely ditching the diet mindset, completely, you know, kind of questioning every thought that I had. I had to be willing to be wrong maybe about what I have thought up to this point. And this is something that you're really going to have to decide for yourself too, is if you're going to go all in on this, um, you know, really just be sure that you are okay with questioning things that you've believed forever. Um, because otherwise, you know, if you have one foot kind of in the, um, you know, like we'll call it the dieters pool, one foot in the non-dieters pool, um, you're going to inadvertently be sabotaging your efforts both ways. So kind of need to decide what pool you want to be in and then just go all in. So here's what I want you to do. Here's kind of, um, you know, where you can really see what's going on in your mind and what the thoughts and the beliefs that you have are. And then you can decide if you want to keep them or if you want to let them go and start to think some new ways. This will just help you kind of figure out what's what. So grab a sheet of paper. And then just start journaling, start jotting down all of your thoughts around food, exercise, weight loss, your body, um, and then around the words health, wellness, and fitness. Just get it all out on paper. So just, I mean, you don't have to edit yourself, just write and write and write, just do this massive brain dump. And then I want you to look back at that list and start questioning where those different thoughts came from. And when you think those thoughts or you have those beliefs and you really let that sit in your body for a minute, how does it feel? Does it produce anxiety? Does it produce, um, you know, feelings of not being good enough or not being pretty or, um, you know, all of those kinds of things that are rooted in fear. If it feels kind of icky or negative, then it's rooted in the diet mindset. It's rooted in that voice of fear. And then the next step is going to be to start jotting down alternatives. So one of the things that really comes up, I think, for us is that we have kind of these stories that we're always listening to in our mind. And there's the one story that is kind of the default story. That's the one that's maybe programmed by society, by our culture, by um, experiences, by other people. Um, and then there's the story that we are deliberately writing or we're deliberately like choosing what's going to go into that story. So we want to start, you know, with this journaling activity, we want to start kind of coming out of that default and then start writing in the story that we want to be listening or, you know, listening to 
the one that we want to actually be living by. So this next part is you kind of starting to rewrite that story. You're just going to jot down some alternatives. And initially your brain might be like, well, that's not true or that's not, you know, right. Or that's not good. Um, just leave it, you know, acknowledge that resistance coming up, acknowledge your brain, you know, trying to kind of, um, keep you stuck if you will, and just continue to jot those things down. So, and then, you know, start to ask like, how does that make me feel? If I feel like, okay, food is neutral, there's no such thing as a good or a bad body versus, you know, well, this food is really bad. That food is really good. Just notice like, what does that stir in your body? How does that make you feel? Keep in mind that, you know, body and foods are neutral. They are not good or bad. They're just bodies. It's just food. So you essentially get to decide what you're going to think about it. Um, I know that this can feel incredibly scary, especially if you are really just kind of getting started on this work. You've probably grown up with the dieter's mindset or with people that operate by it. And so it could very well be all that you know up until this point. So again, this just comes back to like being kind to yourself, being patient, just allowing yourself to, you know, work the process and, and continually come back to um, questioning the thoughts and, and deciding to think different things. And, you know, another thing that so many people feel like too, I think with intuitive eating is that if they don't have rules around food or if they don't have... Um, you know, a specific portion or calories that they're trying to hit, that they're just going to lose control. Uh, in the beginning, you very well might, right? It's, it, it's kind of as like that, you know, food honeymoon or something like that, where it's like, you've restricted this food for so long, that when you finally let yourself have it, it, it probably will feel like, oh my gosh, I just have to keep eating it. I'm never going to stop. But remember that that's not going to happen forever right? And you want to, as much as you can, while you're eating those foods that you've been restricting for so long, give yourself um, awareness, really be like connected to that experience, taste the food, eat it slowly, you know, all of those different kinds of things, right? So just remember that if you trip and fall, you want to just meet yourself with some grace, some compassion, dust yourself off, get back up, learn from that experience, and then just keep going, keep growing just entertaining the fact that there is another possibility out there can bring you so much freedom, especially if you really have felt the oppression of being in diet culture. You've really felt, um, you know, just the burden and that heavy weight of comparing yourself and always feeling like you're not good enough. Like even just thinking that there's a possibility that it could be different should bring freedom and excitement, right? Just keep in mind too that dieting doesn't exactly, it doesn't make you holy. It doesn't make you a better person. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I would love, love, love to have you leave me a review. Let me know how this show is impacting you, what kind of content you want going forward. Um, and then also just keep in mind, this is the exact stuff that I help my clients with all the time. This is that same process that I walk them through. So if you know that you're ready to ditch dieting and embrace the freedom on the other side, I want you to email me. I want to help you. I can help you. Let's do this. So come hang out with me on social. I'll put all the links below. If you want to email me, I'll drop that down below too. You can just email alicia at aliciacarlson.com. I hope that this was helpful for you. Please leave that review. Let me know how this show is impacting you. And I can't wait to chat with you again. Thanks so much for tuning in.